0: Okay, so we're going to be playing some Limbo. This is Bernie Burns. And Miles Luna. The person who sounds and looks just like me. Do you think we sound alike, Miles? What? What? Everyone tells us that we look alike. Do you think we sound alike, too?
1: Uh, No. I've I've gotten... Carrie and I sound a lot alike, which doesn't help when we're doing, like... We did an interview for Ruby that was audio only, and Uh my parents couldn't tell us apart. Um, And I've also get... Sometimes I sound like Michael. That I
0: don't hear at all. Uh. Wow. I don't hear that either. We're going to play Limbo. Yeah. By Playdead. I didn't even know that's the name of the studio that made this. But this is a great game. Once you hit start, I'm going to let you drive. All right. Start uh, start a new game. Start new? Oh, no. You didn't even ask me if you could overwrite that. You were just like, yellow. I'm
1: just going, man. I'm just going. Have you played Limbo before? I've played some of Limbo before.
0: I have not played all of it. Okay, I thought Limbo would be a great game for us to play because we're probably going to be talking a lot about writing, uh, since I was the head writer on Red vs. Blue for ten straight seasons, and now you are the head writer on both Red vs. Blue season eleven. Wake up, little dude! Come on! Oh, there oh, you hey. go. Hey, little fellow. What's up, sleepyhead? This is fireflies.
1: Come oh on. Is that dust or fireflies? I don't know. It's all. This is just a pretty game for for a game that lacks
0: all color. This game's beautiful. Well, yeah, this is a great aesthetic game it seems like a lot of the really big hits on Xbox Live Arcade PSN all the downloadable platforms art direction is the main thing yeah and this game has great art direction I wonder if it ever started as a game that was like all full color and everything else or if it just lived like this I don't know so you have played a little bit of this a little bit yeah alright I'm curious to see because you know there's an achievement in this game and I have it it's the achievement to finish the game and only die five times (laughs) Ha. Right, yeah, to a it it was hard buttons, that's and it's it basically when you get towards the end, it's like just impossible oh, we yeah. may we may get all the way through this game, we might not. I think it's like a, about a forty five hour and a half long playthrough, so we'll see, we'll see, okay, but I thought it'd be a good choice because there's not a lot of dialogue in it, mm-hmm. um, but it does tell a really compelling story, uh, and so from a writing perspective, that's interesting to me to be yeah. able to to tell and build a world without using any dialogue at all. <sighs> nice, look at you 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 cruising along here. Oh, okay. Well, let's not jinx it,
1: Right. That was one thing that I liked a lot about um, the first Portal game, is you really, and a lot about Valve games in general, is that they tell a lot of the story without telling it to you. It's what you, like, in Left for Dead, there's never, like, nobody says, oh, this is what happened. There was the outbreak, and then zombies attacked, and yada, yada. You just kind of look at it, look at the CETA posters hanging around. You can see how, like, the infrastructure fell apart and all this stuff, and... Same thing with Portal is you just know that something's wrong and, until you reach the end and then you see what's wrong with it.
0: I think a lot of Valve games, and Left 4 Dead in particular, particular have a kind of an intentional designed ambiguity where they leave things open so that you can interpret them. Yeah. And I think Limbo here is a game like that since you're essentially in like this dream world mm-hmm. uh, where you're going to rescue your either your girlfriend or your sister. It's not really... All that clear, mm-hmm. but I played Journey with Ray. That one's way more interpretive. In this one, they introduce characters, they introduce enemies, that they show them to you, and then they go through and, and raise the stakes. So, like they establish things very clearly in the narrative sense, and then pay them off as well. Mm-hmm. I think really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to some of that stuff in a minute. Let's see if you can remember uh, some of this. Yeah, yeah. I remember the the first time I did this. I I didn't I didn't expect it to
1: be like a scary or startling game at all. That made me scream. Okay.
0: The bear traps. These are bear traps here. Make could
1: They snap yeah. you.
0: Oh. oh. Okay. And even leap of kingdoms. <laughs> this is one of those things where even if you know what you're doing, some of these jumps are still really, really hard to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you. I that is. Oh, oh. oh, okay. oh god.
1: I'm so afraid. He's such a fragile child. Okay. Okay. I think. I is remember- he a kid? I think he's a kid. Look at him; he's got a huge head. He's like that's why that's why I thought made this game so creepy. Is like, you're this is that how you boy? define
0: kids as huge heads? <laughs> yeah, I had I, I had a big head as a kid. Look at that! Look at that! You can make pro sh- maneuvers. <laughs> no,
1: really- he's like child bear grills. Yeah, no, he's good. Child bear grills. Yeah. I once had a story of a man. He's oh. Gril-
0: grills junior. <laughs> so oh, grills. Miles, um, how did you get your start in writing? Because you went all the way from working as an intern. You originally were cataloging, if I recall correctly, uh, footage. Oh, for I remember this shit. Sorry, sorry. No <laughs> footage for Red versus Blue, uh, right? Some of the hard drives. Before
1: that, no, I actually I didn't do a lot of cataloging of uh, of like uh, film and stuff. I, I cataloged. The props and costumes in the studio for the first two weeks that I was there, Brandon told me, yeah, we really need to organize it. Uh, we need uh, – we just need the whole thing just – we need some structure. I was like, oh, okay, and I did like an Excel sheet and all this shit, and that never got used for anything. Really? Yeah, no, it never
0: got used, but it was the first thing I did. Uh, well, plus you got to pull that thing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus it gets it gets to the point where we, we do it, and then as soon as it's done, everything gets moved around anyway. yeah. yeah. Like right now we just finished RTX – 2013, and the studio is like empty because we moved the podcast set out even for the convention hall. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? That was it. Is that? Is it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't believe in his leaps. Got to have faith, man. <laughs> okay. Believe in yourself. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: There you go. Okay. So, um, yeah, no. First I, first I cataloged and did inventory of all the props and stuff. Uh, I painted the green screen like a million times. Uh, and then I remember doing – oh, okay.
0: Come on. Nope. And you were hired by Brandon because we know you – Brandon nope. was the – station manager of tstv which is the university of texas student-run television station yes and matt and i were there in the early days of tstv and we met brandon through there and then you kind of came along because brandon was suggesting that we hire you or use you for stuff
1: yeah i'd started that's that's right i forgot before i was even an intern um i was a production assistant on um the doom immersion right um a few oh god a few other shorts um and I think the first time I ever saw the Congress office, I came in to help edit the blooper reel for uh, Archie Short's Volume 1. And, um, yeah, I remember Gavin in, like, the note – the um, the note uh, short, the note sketch. Yeah, the messages. Um, yeah, 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 the, the messages for, like, Gus or Jeff or whoever. I remember uh, at the end of the day, Brandon was like, Miles, you did really good work today. Uh, I definitely think – oh, please make it childlike. You got this, you got I this. I definitely think uh, – I definitely think you, you did some good stuff. You know what? I'm going to take you out. i want to take you out for dinner. I was like, oh, man, thank you so much. And then we proceeded to round the corner and go into Bikini's,
0: nice. the classiest
1: joint around.
0: And uh, he watched exactly the Texans what, game. It's exactly what it sounds like, by the way. Yeah. Um, a- oh! <gasps> okay, so this is like the first introduction of the first enemy, which is this huge, enormous spider. It sticks with you for a while. Hello. And it's funny because here you, like... Without any dialogue or anything like that, they start to establish the rules of the spider. Like, even as you get close to him a little bit there, and you'll see, like, he'll raise up. He'll raise up. There you go. And that's when he's going to try to attack you. Cut it out. So it's like a lot of this game can be kind of trial and error, like just letting the game show you uh, what it wants to show you, and then uh, using that against the game, essentially. it's a really It's a really great way to establish premise, establish character. I love this game.
1: A lot of experimentation. I heard a noise. Is
0: That's that my the thing? bear trap. Yeah, it? but the uh, you know the way that they the way they do it is you know this game doesn't need to be localized for any other regions. It's just it's an international game. Nice move. Um, <laughs> international game without you know needing to have any subtitles, need to have any dubbed dialogue or anything like that.
1: I think a lot of like really fantastic stories have been done without the use of dialogue. Like the first like the first um, few minutes of Wall. Uh, yeah, Wally. Are, I think was the best part of the movie, and there's, I think, maybe three words, and most of them are Wally's name.
0: Yeah, yeah, when he's out,
1: like, on Earth by himself. Yeah, he's just hanging out. Like, I love, um... I love stories that can be told with very little dialogue and just, uh, really... Oh, oh God, no! Uh, really... That's the most depressing thing. Um, just expressive characters and actions and the way characters move, um... Which we're trying to do for Ruby, is give, like, certain characters move very differently from the majority of the characters. Yeah,
0: it. so like I said earlier, you're also uh, one of the head writers for Ruby as well. So you're doing a lot of heavy lifting in the writing department <laughs> no for pressure. Rooster Teeth these days. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, it's scary when you put it that way. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, for RBB, you know, you're you know, I'm, I'm helping you with, you know, some of the overalls, like storyline, you know, making sure that we end up in the right places. But, yeah. I mean, it just pausing here because I'm going to watch that. I'm you so know, scared. It's <laughs> okay. You got this, dude. You got it. Thank you. Once he raises up, then you can go back. Come on. Do it. Do it. No. Yeah, you, gotta pull it. you gotta pull okay, it okay, got to pull it back just a little there bit. We we go. Go. you got to push it forward eh. and then pull it back when it goes up. There he eh. goes. Yeah. yeah you first started writing for uh, RVB uh, in Season 10. And yes. And you were writing some of the really some of the heavier scenes. Like you wrote the Ooh, watch out! Oh damn it again! You weren't set. Your uh, bear trap wasn't reset. Oh, that's right, okay. Yeah. It happens to all of us. Okay, so that means I can only die three more times, right? <laughs> oh, you're not getting this achievement. No, nah, come
1: on. I'll well, be plus
0: assigned. I already have the achievement. You're, oh, logged well. in. you're logged in as me, so you're kind of oh, doomed.
1: That was my first mistake.
0: Yeah, but you wrote some of the heavier stuff in uh, season ten, like the Carolina and York backstory, which everyone really loved.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. I wasn't sure if people were going to go for that or not. Um, and then apparently they did. It but it was
0: actually the thing that, that most impressed me was the way you were able to capture the voice of the original characters. Oh, yeah? From, from the, like, the Blood belt characters. Like, not many people have the ability to do that. In fact, even the original <laughs> voice actors, it took them a, a few years to, like, de- wow, develop the characters uh, to the point where they are now. Yeah, I was,
1: this, I was uh, going back and watching season one Sarge. she's so different. Come here, you piece
0: of – Please don't kill me. Please don't kill It'll me. Go up, Please don't kill me. Push it forward, then when it okay, goes up, okay, oh, okay, then okay, drag okay. it back. There you go. Oh you no! Go I didn't drag
1: it back. I didn't drag it back. Okay, I got this.
0: Um,
1: yeah, the first, the first stuff I wrote, I think that made you guys trust me. There I suppose go. with the uh, yeah, go away, gross bug, um, <laughs> arachnid. That made you. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, was um, I guess made you guys trust me with the, the characters? Was the PSA? when well, we were still in Reach. Did uh, where there's a will, there's a wall. Right. Which was just total luck. One day we realized we needed to do this uh, this PSA for Waypoint, and I guess everybody was just super busy. So I threw my hat in like, and? I'm not doing anything. Can I try? And everyone was like, yeah, sure. And, oh, no, I remember. Okay, no, this is supposed to happen. Okay. Don't. Um, oh, okay. No, he can't. No. He can't. Oh. It's all over for you.
0: Oh, no, don't do this to
1: me. <laughs> um yeah, and I wrote the first one, and I everybody was like, "Okay, cool, uh, do that again." And I wrote the second one, and then I wrote the third one, and then season ten came along. And people were like, "You got, you want to write some stuff and junk?"
0: I was like, "Yeah, okay." This is so creepy, by the way. Yeah, this was like, uh, uh. Are spiders universally creepy? Like, do all cultures consider spiders to be just nasty? I heard on the internet, so this has so much validity
1: to it. Um, but that it's something in like. Um, just man's instincts they don't they don't like things that scurry or have multiple legs like it's just like in our dna or something that we just don't like it really gotta wiggle out here oh right right so people always say you know if we've learned from like generations and generations of experience and have evolved to be afraid of these things
0: it's like what were cavemen dealing with back in the day i don't know they must have been pissed off the entire time that's why they uh, yeah. developed clubs and fire and all that other stuff and like yeah, there's brontosaurus burgers here. and yeah the drive-in they were really ahead of their time. No, it's important to realize you realize that the cavemen didn't exist at the same time as dinosaurs. Right? Whoa, you're not wait, gonna make that. Logic. Two more lives. Yeah, you got this. Don't worry about it. You got this. You're gonna make the you're gonna make the next 15 minutes of this game on two lives. No, no it's weird. Uh, it's
1: weird that a bunch of, like, the dinosaurs, let's say, you know, you watch Jurassic Park and stuff, a bunch of those. Di- fucking. One more live. No, you got it. You're fine. Um, a bunch of those dinosaurs didn't exist at the same period of time. There was the, you know, the Jurassic era. the – Oh,
0: man. It sounds like the podcast. We always talk about ridiculous facts on the podcast.
1: Uh. The craziest
0: one to me is that oh. the amount of time between Cleopatra and the construction of the pyramids is equal to the amount of time between our current age and Cleopatra. Are you serious? Yeah, it's how far apart What? Yeah. History, guys. Well, it's just one of those things. You know, jump. I did. I pressed A. You got to do it sooner, man. I got the broken controller. Oh, get doing. out of here. Right? <laughs> so, okay, now the pressure's off. You don't have to get yeah. the achievement in this That's what lot. it was. It was just the pressure that It's was tough. It. it is tough.
1: Now I'll be fine. I won't die again.
0: But um, and with, with Ruby, the way the writing process works is that um, – and correct me if I'm wrong here uh, – that Monty has ideas for the story – and he had you guys do like a ton of homework for anime. Like he had you guys yeah. watching projects. Mm-hmm. Had you watched any anime before working on Ruby? I didn't watch a
1: ton of anime until college. I had a, a buddy named Billy that lived with me for a few years, and I'm dead. And um, he he got me into anime. I mean, I guess I watched Dragon Ball Z, but that doesn't really count. I watched uh, Why not? Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Um, Don't go too far forward. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy Bebop was the show that got me into anime. It's blues. It's jazz. It's everything I think is really, really cool. Um, and then after that, I watched Fully Coolie, which is really strange six episode miniseries. Um, that's like aliens and robots, and it's all about puberty and sh- strange. And yeah, I, I, from there, I just kept going on and on Beck, Mongolian Chop Squad, Full Metal Alchemist, Um, Samurai Shampoo. There's a bunch. Um, uh, but yeah, it wasn't really until college.
0: And then Ruby, where I started watching Gurren Lagan, and uh, oh, Fucky Spider. Um,. Yeah, Monty wanted to make sure that you guys were well versed in anime when you started the story, yeah. and then you and Carrie just essentially just dove in. Yeah, um, we
1: we have a bunch of similarities in like our humor and stuff. Like we we're both huge fans of Avatar: The Last. That's not creepy. Watch out! Oh, oh, you scared me! Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender.
0: God damn
1: it! <laughs> it's funny to know what's coming. It's the worst. It's like it's like um. So you gotta run and, okay. jump and jump and jump again. I think
0: okay. that's the way it works. Okay. Oh. Chica cha. There you All go. Right. The chica cha really helped. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's like um a, a mantra. There we go. There we go.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's funny when we showed it at RTX. I think people were really surprised by how much comedy was in it. Um, which obviously it's hard to tell from the trailers because the trailers were, um. Monty calls them. They were so shallow. We couldn't show very much in a short amount of time, um, and people always love action, so they were full of action. But in reality, the show is a lot of comedy with. Oh no. You a good it. amount of
0: action. Nice move.
1: Um, thank you.
0: But um. Well, I think I think people were bound to have. You say they were surprised by the amount of comedy. I think they were they were going to be surprised by anything. I think that got you. Oh, I think it definitely got Jesus. you. That's like the Mortal Kombat finishing move. The you know, one other thing real quick. Because they stick
1: to silhouettes, these depths are so much more gruesome in your head because you don't see, like, all the horrible details. Like, your imagination does so much.
0: You know, that's a big part of writing, I think, is, like, um, you know, when we started to show the uh, the faces of some of the characters uh, for Red versus Blue, the audience was asking, well, who are you going to show next? And, like, once you show one of them, the audience were like, no, okay, now show Wash next and show this mm-hmm. person and show that person. And uh, I always wanted to make sure that people understood we would never show the faces, or we had no plans, at least, uh, to show the faces of the Blood Gulch characters. I've learned over 11 years never to say the word never. We're never <laughs> going to do this. We're never going to do that, you know, because you know things may change and you might want to end up doing it. Um, but yeah, those those characters were so ingrained in the audience's mind that whatever was in everyone's head was better uh, than what I felt we could come up with. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that part. The fake spider thing, I think that's super neat.
0: See, and it's the first introduction of another human. Yeah. And obviously, you get this feeling of these humans have been here a while, they've fought the spider, they've also fought other people, Yeah. and they've established some kind of existence in this very hostile world. Yeah. And they have defense mechanisms based on, you know, flaming tires and things yeah. like that.
1: And yeah, and the giant spider to drive away, like, people like me.
0: It does make me laugh a little bit, though. It's like, as you approach them... Oh, I think you jumped out that way. Uh, oh. As you approach them... It's like, they're like, oh, shit, yeah, that's all we got. We just got the time. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bail! It's like, well, there was defense plan B. They're, they're failing miserably. <laughs> you but, know, they didn't expect Bear Girls Jr. <laughs> no, they didn't. But when we, uh, when we first started uh, Red vs. Blue, I mean, the writing challenge for us was tough. I mean, we were trying to tell a story, and we had eight characters who all looked exactly the same. I'm gonna see if you can remember how to do this. uh,
1: I remember frustration.
0: Just you you have to figure it out, so. Yeah, you gotta. Nope! (laughs) So, the pattern is you go forward, then you gotta go backwards. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But you gotta set them both off. Alright, right. right. And then you go. Well, nope. Gotta go backwards a little (laughs) faster. Not so much so that the bear trap catches you in the face. Well, you know. There you go. There we go. Oh, shit! I think I'm gonna be. I think if I recall correctly, like you just can't keep going backwards because it'll, that one will fly off the rope and. Oh, that's it. right. No, that's right. got to so go forward?
1: Yes. Look at you. <laughs> look at me after dying a few times. Hey, <laughs> look, it's
0: trial and error. Sometimes yeah. you got to die a few times to make a few moments. Just like the real world. <laughs> yeah, no. There we go. It's even creepy stuff. Like they hung that dude in the background. That's, yeah. You know, well, maybe he hung
1: himself because he hates living here.
0: Oh, that could be it's yeah. dark man.
1: Yeah. Oh. Get attacked by spider. Right, let's see. Uh, that was one thing that always got me in, like, um, horror movies in general is whenever, like, they st- – Oh, Jesus. No, yeah, no, 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 no. It was whenever uh, they would stumble across, like, people that just couldn't take it and they just off themselves. Like, 28 Days Later, spoilers, uh, you should have seen the movie by now, uh, when uh, Jim finds his parents. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, that's such a – Oh, no. Oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, you wait. Oh. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me dick. There you go. Yeah. Ha-ha. Oh, better
0: make it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, no, it's always a thing like the wear down that happens in any kind of environment. And I think people can relate to that. Like it's, you know, could you survive just facing grim odds? Yeah. Zombie apocalypse. Uh, if it's like the slow zombies,
1: maybe. Fast zombies, I'm bone, dude. I'm not going to. Oh, shit. Nah. Is a fast zombie apocalypse really a zombie apocalypse, though? Or is it just, like... I guess it all determines on what you consider to be a zombie. If, it, if like, zombie is, like... Because cause in 20 Days Later it was the infected.
0: It was... Uh, oh, people it, always get so anal about that. It's still zombies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's-
1: yeah I, I, like, I feel like someone that was once human and then turned into this thing that still looks like a human but totally isn't is very... Like, that's pretty close to
0: zombies. You know, there are people who say the same thing about Left 4 Dead. They will scream at you to the end time. They're not zombies. They're infected. But, listen, it's... People just associate zombies as being, like, the thing that rises from the dead or whatever. That's really not the monster that... George Romero created. I mean, zombies already exist in culture with voodoo and things like that. Yeah. What he created is the overwhelming odds of everyone in the world turning at you. That's really the monster that he created. Is and like what that means and the social implications of like being surrounded by the enemy at all points in time and that at any point in time you can die and become one of the enemies. Yeah. Come here. Eh. There we go. Good move. And he might grab that. It's so gross.
1: Come here. Don't be a dick. Give me your arm.
0: Don't be a dick. (laughs) Don't be a dick. Come on! Gotta hold it down, dude. There you go. Uh, Oh, oh, I forgot about this. (laughs) Oh, it's so gross. It's like, but I think everyone can relate to that, too, because, like, as kids, like, everybody either did it themselves or had a creepy friend who did it where they pulled, like, legs off spiders and stuff like that. That's, like, serial killer behavior. <laughs> That's creepy as hell. Yeah, and it's, like, just an enormous Daddy Long Legs, essentially, Ooh. which I also love because everyone tells you that Daddy Long Legs are the most dangerous spiders in the world. They just don't it a mouth or whatever. Wait, is the yes. door Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know,
1: I, I, I totally don't believe that at all. I had a horrible – I had a horrifying incident with Daddy Long Legs when I was in the Boy Scouts. you got to hear this. I was at uh, – I, uh, I went to SAR camp. And, like, uh, the park ranger or whatever, we are just doing, like – because it was, like, my first year. It was, like, first-year Boy Scout activities, learn how to tie knot, learn how to do this, learn how to, you know, crap in the woods. Um, and the guy was telling us about Daddy Longlegs, and he was like, okay, everybody get up from the picnic table. We're going to go over and look at this really tall tree. And we look at the tree. He goes, oh, you see that big clump of moss up there? And we're like, yeah, it's moss, nature. And he kicks the tree, and a big clump of moss falls to the ground, and it wasn't moss. It was just this huge – cluster of daddy long legs and they were disgusting but the guy just picks them up and then just throws them down on the picnic table where we, like we went back to sit and they just i remember them crawling everywhere i don't do i don't do swarms of things man like it something about it is just really I feel like somebody's disgusting to take away
0: that guy's life. think you jump on this thing. oh shit oh that wasn't very high at all okay <laughs> yeah you gotta jump up and down and like knock that thing down uh okay i can do that yeah, this is this is one of the bad things about Limbo is you end up kind of retracing steps just kind of by screwing up a puzzle a little bit. Yeah, and a lot of times it's like you gotta like there's later on with like water levels and stuff. There you go.
1: Yeah, I remember.
0: And it's like you mess it up, then you're like, I gotta go through all the. You know how to do it right, you just kind of screw up the performance. Yeah, the the yeah. You know, there's like some timing issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but what was it like? Okay, you guys are starting Ruby, so you're starting from scratch. When we when we did Reverse of Blue, you know. I I had characters that all looked the same. They were just slightly different colors. Mm-hmm. And so I I intentionally had to write really, really strong characters that people could immediately identify, like really big archetypes, um, you know, like Sarge and Lazy Griff and nerdy Kiss-Ass Simmons. I mean, they were the, the characters themselves oh, – wow. Oh, I remember see, here,
1: this. This was super cool.
0: See, it's another thing here. It's like the game will force you to stop and wait for events. Uh, and it does that as a way of introducing things. I think it's just a great way that they set up this game. There's, like, introduction, yeah. raise the stakes, and then some kind of, like, finale payoff uh, for almost every element in the game. Yeah. I just think it's a really great way they went about it.
1: These worm things were the creepiest thing I got, to, and
0: They're pretty cool. Yeah. But here they establish there's a dude with a worm in his head. He obviously either wants to kill himself because the worm is in his head or something else is going on.
1: Uh, I remember things and junk. see so what you got here. All
0: right. Somebody yep,
1: has. that's yep, yep. That's yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can remember what to do here. Oh! I you say
0: you're going the wrong way. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, oh. Is there a helpful dead man? There's there a helpful is. dead man. Thank you, kind sir,
0: for your yeah. sacrifice. I yes. yes. grab you by the head and he just <laughs> drag you There's up. There's no elegance in this. This is survival. Yeah, this guy is like immediately thrown in this environment, and uh, he's like, yeah, I can do this. Just saying. Better but, else. you know, so we – so in a lot of ways, the early writing for Red versus Blue that – I talked about this with Monty a lot after the fact. There's your – one of your worms. I don't think it's going to grab you or not. Nope. Um, was that the limitations of a closed world. When we are writing for Halo, I I would look at everything and I'd say, okay, I can't do anything beyond this. Mm-hmm. I, I have to use one of these guys. Um, I have to use a vehicle. Oh, I couldn't but, remember if that was uh, – uh, Trial and error. Yeah. The next one's switched. That's right. You know, how do I make a warthog funny? How do I make a pistol funny? How do I make a skull funny? These are the things that I have, and these are the only things that I have. So it's like that limitation then in a way helped as a writing exercise figure out what we're going to do. And when you've got an open world like Ruby, where you can literally do anything and anything can be animated, I think in a lot of ways it's a bigger challenge the, the 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 removal of limitations... ah Wow, that's, <laughs> that, that looks utterly painful. I would not want to die by being squished. <laughs> I don't want to die a lot of ways, but being squished... At least it was a fast squish,
1: not like a slow... Uh, no, jeez, man. No, 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 no. That's not me. That's not me. That was the real adventures of Johnny Quest. There's an episode where they go to a haunted house, and it's like... Bruce Banner and like the Quest team are all out doing this thing, and then they brought like interns with them, like some intern scientists they get trapped in a room, and Bruce is like, "You got to get out of the room, oh, we can't and then the walls are slowly closing in, door closes, cuts away, goes to commercial break, and then when they come back to it, they 're like, "Are they okay?" and Bruce just looks in and grimaces and goes, "You kids don't want to go in there
0: Whoa. That was a kid show Wow, that was a freaking kid show well that was, anyway. they got a squish scene in Star Wars and in Indiana Jones. Wait, what was in Star Wars? Uh, the trash compact. But nobody got squished in there. But they're right? gonna get squished. They
1: were gonna, but they didn't. Yeah. Those interns were boned. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go with the Doctor Quest and get some sweet college hours." Push it. They far, didn't make yeah. it.
0: This is one of those things oh. where if you get it just a little bit, no, you got it. Oh you gotta yeah. Go yeah. top and then drag it down. Go top. Go, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay yeah. All right. Okay. And then you got to run down and jump on this thing. Uh things. Okay. Yeah, but so so, what was it like? Go up, climb, climb. Oh, 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 oh! oh. The, uh, I was like, I'm like, go down. Oh, okay, if he says so. So, what was the uh, what was the early days of Ruby like? Did you did you guys start off with all the characters? Uh, did you start with a premise? Did you start with a basic character? Man, dude, we started. I think we started with Ruby. We started with Makes badass
1: Red Riding Hood. She has a sniper scythe. These weapons exist in this world, and it's like. Future slash fairy tale, like it's just going to be a hybrid of a bunch of stuff, a bunch of different types of universes. Uh, and Moni said, "This is the idea. We have these three other girls. Um, there's some loose inspiration from not just fairy tales, but legends in general." Um, get there,
0: get there, get there. Is this? I'm you doing got, things. No, you got to jump and grab the other uh, one. Okay. Oh, shit. So you want to bring that one rope. This is one of the things i thought we about where you have to just kind of repeat until you get it right, the timing. So that's
1: not going You anywhere, want to bring right?
0: the rope down as far as possible, then run down and grab it. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then hang on it as long as you can to raise that one weight, and then you jump on the other rope and raise the this second weight. This kid has got some forearm strength. Dude, you're not kidding, man. He finds a lot of ropes. <laughs> but, uh, okay, and so the first thing I remember with Ruby was we were actually in the middle of producing Season 10. Yep. And all of a sudden, Monty one day would, had something totally different up on his screen, and it was a nice move. The first thing that I remember seeing for Ruby was the scythe, Ruby's scythe in particular. And he was starting off with her weapons. Oh, well, come on. Oh, nope, 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 nope. God damn it. I know. I was got to repeat. And so I remember starting with that. So you guys started from the writing team. You started with Ruby. And mm-hmm. uh, who else did you have? Uh, we had Ruby, and then
1: he had the ideas for Wise, Blake, and Yang. Um, we weren't sure. I think he, I think he knew uh, Yang uh, Yang and Weiss. We were trying to figure out who, I guess, would be the inspiration for Blake. Um, and that was what we had. Um, he had an idea for – oh, no, no. He also had an idea for, for a villain. Um, right, which and we haven't
0: was, talked about yet. We
1: have not talked about and Probably won't for a little while.
0: Probably won't reveal it in this video. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Go now. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. So, uh, so we had that, and um, and then just a few. Uh, didn't, we we didn't want to do magic. We didn't want people to just have magic. We had um, this stuff that they kind of used to perform magic-like things, which we ended up making dust. These crystals. You guys were and stuff.
0: very much into world building very early on. Yes,
1: uh, I remember
0: having to go the opposite direction. Things you go put in the sun and then it burns it out. Hey, man! You have a. Did you play this recently? No, man. I just remember because getting that achievement, I ran through this thing a couple different times. <laughs> and it's like partic- particularly the hard parts that I remember are parts where I died and then had to rage quit. Eat, and it, then, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. No, you get higher. Okay. You no jump it? Jump it? Oh oh oh! So oh when right, I right, the sun, right, right. Then push ah. it back. Let it push, and then when you get underneath them, jump on top of it. There you go. Because these little guys eat the worms. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, so like, let's go back. Compare uh, starting out with Ruby start to starting out with Red versus Blue. Okay. So world building was not a huge requirement. In Red versus Blue, because we were more into anti world building. I, I I was specifically trying to make it not Halo. So you know, there's a couple times where we mentioned the outside world, but it couldn't be about that because I didn't want to have it be not Halo and seem like we were you know we were trying to like. Um, you know, be our own space, you know, fighting game or something like that. Mm-hmm. It had to be more about the relationships of the characters individually. So right. instead of going outward with the world, I kept going in, in, in. And I would only, in very ambiguous ways, talk about the bigger world, like command, and use very generic mm-hmm. uh, terms for things like that. Mm-hmm. But you guys were doing, you know, really big stuff from day one. Scare him that way if you can. Jump out oh, talking. Oh. You don't to, you don't have to actually scare him. You get well, here.
1: You. you know, I like
0: to give 110%. Right? <laughs> um uh and so, so I know you're still getting into some of the world stuff on Ruby. I mean, we haven't even debuted episode 1 yet. Um and this will be out, you know, a, a week or two before uh, you guys have episode one of Ruby out. But you guys have spent a lot of time like building out this enormous world.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it was me, Carrie, and Monty, and a lot of after hours talks, um, either at Carrie's apartment, at IHOP, in the studio, um, and it was just. I remember the first time because it was it was Monty and Carrie's thing. Like, well, it was my thing. The Monty came to Carrie, and Carrie was like, "Yes, that is something I want to be a part of." And then I guess they were like, uh, we should probably get another writer. Miles not isn't screwing up season 10 too badly, so let's go talk to him. And, um, oh, that was a mistake. I think I realized what I need to do. You know,
0: there needs to be an academy to teach video game characters how to fucking swim.
1: Really? Yeah. really
0: needs to. That's a common device in a lot of video game writing. Oh, the guys I, just can't I, swim.
1: Real quick, real quick, side tangent. Uh... The explanation for that in Infamous is great. You're a dude that conducts electricity. You cannot go in water.
0: There you go. It made so much sense. (laughs) Totally makes sense.
1: Uh, Anyways, so, yeah, Monty and Carrie came to me, and then um, it was the first thing I wanted to do... Because they had the ideas for characters and stuff, but yeah, the big thing for me is like I want to understand the universe. The thing I love most about Portal isn't anything that you see in the game; it's the it's the atmosphere. It's wanting to see what's outside of the walls of Aperture Science Center. What is the world like? What are the rules? What can and can't happen? Nice move. Um, we we god, we went as far as to start talking about religion in
0: Ruby, um, and that's
1: something we were, aren't going
0: to go into for a while, man. And I can tell you, when you guys were, we have meetings and you guys would talk about big story stuff. I remember without trying to be like a dud or a, a killjoy, uh-huh. I was always trying to like make these false limitations for you. Monty and I talk about it a lot because Monty's imagination is off the charts. right? And so he will talk about that paralysis that comes with opportunity yep. where if you can do anything, you tend to want to try to do everything. And you mm-hmm. can't do that. you got to yep. have some kind of focus – and some kind of scope. And you guys would like, we'd have conversation, is, and you guys would start like, okay, well, this character, okay, we're talking about him for a second. Uh, he doesn't show up until season three. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> season three, I'm like, we got to, you know, let's, let's talk about season one. And then the, the scope of this thing was just absolutely enormous. I, I think you should push it underneath the hatch. I remember
1: hating this room. This was the first puzzle that stumped me for a long time.
0: You push it underneath the hatch, then you pull the clutch. That's right. Wait,
1: I got to, yeah, I got to open up this thing.
0: Um, I think you can't open it. Make... I think you,
1: you can, because that's what you gotta... Come here.
0: All right, that, fair enough. Yeah. I think you have enough time to open it after you've killed the valve, though. Wait Turn there. the crutch. be prepared. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Like oh, no! <laughs> come on, kid! Oh, you <laughs> almost got it. You yeah, almost got it. All right, come here. So see. the kid in Limbo can hold his breath for about two and a half <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he has tiny baby lungs. What you <laughs> <say>? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Screaming, and he inhales water.
1: Um... Yeah, so, yeah, I, I have a – I think it was great that Monty had this color rule because it really did make us – like, that was the first rule, which was, okay, don't even worry about all these crazy possibilities. Like, these are what our names – these are what the names are. And I remember right. once talking to Marshall on uh, – oh, man,
0: okay. I remember – yeah, okay. And while he's doing this, so those of you who don't know, Marshall is a guy that used to work for us, uh, directed a lot of our Archie Shorts videos and I think, season three. And he actually has – uh, he wrote and directed the video that has the highest view count of any Russian <laughs> video on YouTube, uh, which is our Angry Birds trailer. Yeah.
1: Now he does uh, uh, if dating was like, which is a re- he does a few he does a few uh, live action series, but if dating was like is like Reddit, uh, CNN, stuff like that. I think it's really funny.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's launched a couple different series uh, over the years, and that's he like says if dating was like, and it's like different types of sites. Like his first one, mm-hmm. I think was if dating was like Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the first one I remember. So he, what, what did he have to do with the early stages of Ruby? Uh, I'm going to jump. Should I jump? Yeah, and I think then you slide down. down. Oh, yeah, slide yeah. down? Okay. All right. Yay! Yeah. And then jump. Um,
1: I just remember him telling me, because he and I think Chris a balloon did... balloon
0: comes up here or something like that. Yeah. That sounds... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I remember he and Chris did a lot of writing for the shorts and stuff, and I asked him, you know, how how do you guys come up with all these things? and what he said was well what what we'll do is we'll give ourselves like not necessarily homework that, but, but you'll you'll get we'll, we'll give each other um push go it. go 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 oh use your baby children lungs oh no he's bounced now nah, he's how that works exactly maybe just like maybe as it fills up it pushes it inside maybe so he and chris would do what now so they, he and chris would give themselves so that they'd, they'd say okay we're going to write a sketch it's going to be 5 minutes long and it needs to involve a dog um, this phrase and someone like with this occupation and they would do it just for practice you know giving yourselves, giving yourselves giving um, yourselves little problem solving exercises and then that would I guess sometimes that would turn into I'm going to clap go for it uh, that would turn into shorts or maybe like you would get one thing from that little problem solving thing that they did together and it would give them ideas for something else I did something wrong
0: yeah, I forget yeah. how this
1: one works. There should be enough time to push it over. I'll tell you how it works. It, it ends with me drowning You're in two seconds. You're about, about to drown. Two yeah. Yeah. I want... Look at my arms. Like, come to Hold me. your breath, little buddy. Come on.
0: Let's see here. He's underwater. One. one. Oh, okay. One.
1: one two. Two. Uh, two. Oh.
0: <laughs> Not impressive, dude. No, nah, dude. You should, we should go to work on that. Two seconds. Do you
1: think Bear Grylls can swim?
0: Like, the real one? Uh, he can probably swim for longer than two seconds. Okay, I'd hope so.
1: Um. So, yeah, that was like... Giving yourself um constraints, like things that you oh, have to so work around.
0: Catch it when it pops up. I think that's Ooh. the thing. Be ready to close oh, oh, it. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Open it a little more, maybe. Uh here, catch it. There oh now push it down the hill. Yeah, get out of here. And then run. Buoyant then run. slash heavy thing that I gotta push. Go go away, buoy. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, I'm sorry. So let's continue your discussion
1: about Oh yeah, so sometimes it just it helps to give yourself um a problem. Like
0: uh, oh. no, just limitation. It yeah, gives you focus and gives you scope. And so there you I, go, focus. I think that's important. And I think for um, character, when you're when you're, when, the way I always approach writing characters is you can't have a character unto itself. Like people will always try to uh, describe a character in the slug lines, the action lines. Like here comes so and so. He's a greedy dude, or, or, or he's you know he spent all <laughs> he's of his a cop life on the edge, right? Or he spent all of his life as a private detective and now he's disillusioned. It's like. Well, you know the audience is going to read that. You know, <laughs> there you know there has to be some way to communicate that to the audience, and we're not going to have a narrator that does that. So, um, I've always approached characters that it's not about the individual characters themselves; it's about the relationships between characters. That's mm-hmm. the only way that you can show that.
1: The here's this was what whenever Carrie and I knew we were onto something it was when um, we you could take any two characters. And put them in a room together, shake the box, and like if something just didn't happen from that, like that's not good. Like it, a, a lot of Ruby is just the characters that we came up with. I, there were two, there were two characters in particular that were on, um, that were on not Team Ruby, but the other team that we'll go into in the series. That uh, when Monty told us about them, they they each only had one sentence describing, oh this is this person is very honorable, this person is very powerful. That was pretty much it. And we had our – I don't remember what to do here. Go down and, like, raise the thing again. Raise the thing? Uh, down below, yeah. Down below, down here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, we we got to our first episode involving these two characters, and Carrie and I were like, what are we going to do with this? So we sat in – I remember we, we we got to that point in the script. We are at his apartment. We just had Papa John's. and uh, Plug. And uh, we were like, yeah, screw pull that, this. Pull that lever. Screw this! Let's play Minecraft for a little bit. Played Minecraft, and then we came back to it. and we were like, okay, what if this one... Oh, my god! I yeah, you know, way you know, higher than I didn't want to do that. Okay.
0: We're like, what if? Shit! Yep, was, no, you can do it! You can do it! You really can't do it. He god. never, he never can do it. Now we're all the way back here. So you can't go there. So you got to raise it first. Uh, raise it up.
1: Okay. Um. But yeah, like we we had this scene where. We, we didn't know what was going to happen until we came up with the, um, like, personalities for these two characters. And then as soon as we came up with that, we're like, oh, dude, this scene writes itself. It's it, it, It's... It was all just about the characters and how they would act with one another. And so.
0: did you guys have that, like, right away with these characters, where you could just put them in scenarios and it, quote-unquote, writes itself? Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: in terms of, for comedy, yeah. Like, if we need a funny scene, it's like, oh, we just got to put these two in there. And then, yep, no, this works great. This is fine.
0: Does that work for you when you write Red versus Blue as well now?
1: Um, yes and no. I like, I like writing for the Reds, because to me, one, I think the Reds are, oh, wait, wait, no, you... I think, I
0: think we're just off here. We're not doing something right. Uh, so go back. Okay. Pull this thing up. Okay. Oh, maybe then I have to...
1: Okay, wait. Now i got to go down here again, probably. That's yeah. the one thing we haven't done. Um. I like writing for the Reds because I think they're hilarious and they're absurd, especially Sarge. Um, and it's, it's... Now hold
0: on a second. Now close it.
1: Okay. okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Now they're equal and stuff. No, push it up <laughs> higher, hopefully. Um, like, it's, 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 they have the, they have very clear rules. Sarge will probably never say anything complimentary of Griff. And yes. Simmons.
0: Probably will.
1: Well, Simmons may disagree with Sarge, but inevitably whatever Sarge says goes. So, damn it, all the hell!
0: That was it, too. This I is, think? this is so
1: depressing. Um, right so, open that up. Um. So it was it was easier for me to get to wrap my head around wait,
0: them. Wait wait wait. Then close it. Okay. Wait wait no we gotta open oh. it. out. I just mean you don't have to. Maybe yeah the more that. water over there the better right?
1: Um, it was easier to wrap my head around them than say Caboose who most people think oh yeah you just put Caboose in the scene and it's immediately hilarious. I writing for Caboose is like the hardest thing in the world. It's not I,
0: easy. Yeah. It's
1: not. And most of the time whatever you write Joel will change. Joel's great at that. I mean, there, there, there was actually one moment in season eleven where uh, I just said I wrote in Caboose says shouts things here. It can seriously be whatever Joel wants it to be. Like it wasn't super important, and he loved me for <laughs> that.
0: Ah, uh, what do you do here? Um, well, looks I'll like I'm going jump down. In. Cool. That's not gonna work. Oh, okay. yeah. Not I bad. think you had to grab the box and pull it backwards before. There is like a little space when it's swinging. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're can saying. Pull that back. Oh, okay. And yeah, oh. pull it, pull it all the way back to the edge.
1: The one thing I, will say is kind of eh, about this game is that sometimes the controls feel a little floaty. You definitely want to push it back further.
0: Oh, because huh. you want to jump off of it and jump into into the, the the higher level. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Because gonna, it's gonna turn you around and walk you. job <laughs> man, that is just a magnet
0: to my brain. Okay. So now. So I, creepy. Whatever this is too. So th- jump up I- and oh. jump again. Oh, oh too soon. F- the, um Yeah, so this is the first time you've had the glow worm in your head, right? No, so no, no. no. We, had it, we had it earlier, but it, it wasn't... Oh, it, it burned out d- immediately. <gasps> it's right, because you, you went and jumped on top of the box. That's right. Okay. I, I remember it. things... I'm jumping. I'm now getting confused with our run through with my previous run throughs. Come to my brain. No, but it's great. I mean, it's like those guys have played those characters for so long that like you know writing them is one stage and then the performance is a totally different stage. Yeah. And even Chan, who we consider to be a newer performer in vs. Blue, he plays Agent Washington. The guy's been in more than half the season. Yeah. And he's like a new character. He's been in now. This is his sixth season in the in the show. Uh, you know, because he debuted in uh, in season six. Are you going up or can you go down? Uh, let's go down. Yeah, let's sit down. Look at you with your brain. And then I think you can, when you go right here, um, there's eventually something you get to where you pull something or you <laughs> start a water flow. There oh, you go. yep, there you go. And then now hurry and then hurry back. And then okay, all right now, yeah. get on that thing, dude. So now you're racing time. Keep okay. going, run, run. Run. Um, you can go faster. The game lets yeah. you go faster in one direction, but it doesn't let you. When you have the glow, room you have to go left, go left, go left, go left, go, go, go left. Get yeah, keep going, keep going, jump, jump some more, jump some more, jump, jump some more, jump some more. No, no, keep going. You're going the wrong way. Go down. I'm going the wrong way. Yeah, jump down. Okay, okay. okay. And now jump and turn. Get turned around. Jump faster, oh, faster. Oh, faster, oh, oh okay, okay. It's funny when you like. I know exactly where to go, and uh, trying to explain <laughs> it. And now run back. Go. Face in the water. Go, go. Oh no! 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 Jump, no! No! Jump. jump. No, he's not going to make it. Oh, you little child. God! Okay, it didn't start you too far back. Okay. There's some mercy in Limbo. There's some mercy. Even the name, too, is like Limbo. Is 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 he living in Limbo? Is this like some stage of the afterlife? Is he in a dream world? Yeah. You know, I mean, some of the basics of the game are up to your interpretation. Mm -hmm. But the overall story that they've built inside of it, the mechanics of the world, are so clearly conveyed. You know, I just, I absolutely love it. And even, like, that, that ray of sunlight, mm-hmm. it's so subtle, the differences in the background. Like, you're in sunlight right now, but you know it's not the same kind, yeah.
1: you know? It's, it, it's, it's warmer.
0: Yeah. I can feel the warmth. Okay, what am I... Uh, uh, well, jump to the right. All right, all right. There's going to be a thing that, like, floats up here in a second. Okay. I'm pretty sure if I remember. And then there are some little guys up there to well, grab the, the worm off your head. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. I
0: think it'll just hanging out. Go down a little bit. How's your day going, Bray? There it is. Okay, there it is. Right there. <laughs> okay, okay. So what are your hopes? I mean, you're, you're you're writing on season eleven and directing on season eleven right now for Everest Blue. You're writing on Ruby. Um, you're assisting with some of the directing on Ruby as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a preference that you have? Yeah, you also can't stop moving. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um, what do you prefer? I mean, what do you what are you enjoying okay. the most? You enjoy writing more than directing. Uh, I enjoy writing more than directing because
1: when you're writing, it's just you. You're in, the, in my case, Carrie, and Monty, and our characters. Um, and whatever we say goes. Uh, you know, directing is a lot of communication between a lot of different moving parts. Yep. There's voice acting. There are animators. There's editorial producers, uh, modelers. It, there are so many people, and it's to tough jump. getting a vision You're across um,
0: when it goes through so many hands. It is very um, tough. It's a, directing is way more stressful. Uh, it does know. become tempting to say as a director, I'm going to do everything myself.
1: Yeah, no, and I
0: had I, I had I that problem with RVB. Um, <sighs> oh, God. This is one of God. This is one of the points where having five lives is a nightmare. I know, oh, so that's going to let you come easy. It, yeah, yeah t- I haven't t- made
1: it to this part in the game.
0: You're totally not going to make this it. This so is t- all The, the timing guns. of this is... You can sit here for a while and try to get the timing. This will probably be the last place to be tried for this, okay. this game. A little, a little too soon.
1: Too soon. Um. So, I guess aspirations? Writing's fun. I mean, if R- Ruby's
0: successful, I'd love to write more movie stuff. It's, it's really neat to do. Directing is one of those things that's way too late. Uh, directing is one of those things that just seems like it's the top job, and people always just immediately assume they want the top job. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go work for a company, I'm eventually going to become the CEO. You know, I'm going to work on a movie set, so I want to be a director. It's not always for everybody, man. And uh, the, even the definition of what a director is changes from person to person like there are some directors who they will tell you all I'm there to do is get the best possible performance from the actors you gotta go switch that switch off the switch oh there's a switch there's yeah. you. you gotta work your way down back- oh Without, no, I worked my way, not way down not that far down maybe slightly less down than less, that less down okay but uh yeah and so directing and then there's some people who like they put their eye in the, in the viewfinder every shot you know those kind of directors oh uh, well balls and, oh that's okay Um, Yeah, anyways, keep going. You you live and you learn. (laughs) Yeah, so everybody's different. And uh, I always said that, you know, um, when I was directing, uh, I mainly was a director under protest. I was a writer who had to direct under protest. (laughs) And I think mainly that was what you're talking about where it's like as a writer, you have a ton of freedom. And there's a feeling that if I don't do this myself, it's not going to look anything like what I intended. Mm -hmm. But then also over the years – I've also kind of learned that that's not so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean we there's a movie that just came out in theaters, World War Z. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Um, very popular book and the movie's nothing like the book. But I think the writer's probably okay with that. You know, yeah. I mean he's like, you know, I turned this book over, they bought it and they're they're making the movie that they want to make from it. Yeah. Um and people have interpreted some of his comments as being like, Well, all it has in common with my book is the name and I'd say, Well he's criticizing the movie, but no, maybe not necessarily, you know. Yeah. Because uh, he even says in his zombie survival guide, he talks about Hollywood movies about zombies and how they're inaccurate, but that that, that will happen. Nice. <laughs> that was a smooth move. Um, and this is totally new material for you here, right? This yeah. One, you've never been this part of the game? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a it's an interesting process writing. Yeah, but, it's... Um, What's up, Church's Wife? What up, Church's Wife? <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, there's definitely some things that um, Carrie and I... Wrote that they didn't play out exactly the way we imagined, but that's not necessarily bad. You know, it's it's um, we have a bunch of talented people. When they can add
0: things to it, it can be really cool. Well, it's just like you said. You know, when voice actors get into the booth, they can add a lot. You know, yeah. Sarge and Caboose always change a lot in the booth, and usually it's for the better. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, if you have a vision for the way something's going to mm-hmm. work, you can kind of get trapped in that too. Mm-hmm. So, roll that bad boy up at the top of the hill and climb up it. There you go. Okay. Why is it? No, you want to you go, like, have it be going down the hill. Oh, right? okay, okay. Let's see. Going down the hill. There
1: Jump. you go. Jump. I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing.
0: Jump. Oh! Hey, whoa! Get ready. Did I you see a thing. Figuring yourself out on the fly. <laughs> there you go. I think um, this is getting you're getting pretty close to the end here. We are you serious? To, yeah, we might be able to. I think we're about to get into the. Oh no, not quite. I know. Oh where Jesus! At. Where? What? No, I don't like that. What, what is, is this? this? You're still in the, like the glowworm stage. Oh balls! Oh balls! <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. come here, buddy. Let's get this over with. Uh, you willingly go into it. Let's just. Go. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever do that. Like once I saw the glowworm, I would just sit there from a distance, throw rocks at the damn thing. <laughs> I don't think I'd get put up with I'm that.
1: Seeing where we're going, we're going on an adventure. I see some sunlight. Oh, what the? Oh shh.
0: Okay. So sure. Probably, probably, two by fours. probably do that first. Yeah, let's give that a shot. Um, but do you ever think you'd, I mean, as a writer, since now you've worked on Ruby, um, and initially those initial ideas came from Monty, uh, and you and Carrie wrote them, and then you worked on Red vs. Blue, where you pick up pick up characters after 10 years mm-hmm. of being established in the audience's mind. Um, I mean, is there things that you want to work on of your own? Oh, you know, um, yeah, totally. Um <laughs>
1: I guess I, I didn't consider it writing, but I, I technically started writing in, like, the seventh grade. I made um, I made comics during class, because class is boring, and um, they were just, like, dumb like comic books about me and my friends, and, like, evil teachers with superpowers, and it was, it was ridiculous, but uh, the reason, the whole reason I went to UT was because I knew I wanted to make a cartoon, and I wanted to make a cartoon about these characters that I started writing about in middle school, and then did through high school, and then even did um, newspaper comics in college. And I wanted to make a cartoon about these characters. And um, I knew that UT had a cool film program. I had no idea what – I didn't know what job I was looking for. I knew I wanted these characters, and I had a story to tell, but I didn't know if it was a writer or a director or or what. So I, my plan was, okay, go to college, take a class, in just about everything that you think goes into making cartoons. So I took animation, I took screenwriting, I took directing, producing – um, and then from that I learned, I like, directing's stressful, yep. animation takes a lot of patience and a lot of talent and a lot of time. Writing's fun, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if I were to work on something, yeah, I'd love to do that cartoon. And, hell, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the next few years. Um, but yeah, there's there's always something else I want to work on. There's always... Uh, that looks like it'll kill me. Um, or save me. I don't know. Um, well, it was save me. It was... Sort of saves you. Boom.
0: Oh, that was wow. not that gruesome. That was pretty awful. <laughs> that was pretty awful. Yeah, so this part's pretty hard to figure out. I want to see how you handle this part here. This okay, time I'm going to hit the button. button. Yeah, I think the saw blade is the first thing that's like in the game that they haven't established oh. previously. Oh. oh. So it's on the move. Okay. Nice. Yes. Good work. Thanks, buddy. And then you just, like, eat my hair. Do it. What? Can you, what? Could you jump there? Oh, no. I guess you could have. God damn it. What <laughs> if was a way to get higher to the things that want to take the worms out of your head? <laughs> oh, There's a way to do that. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's, come on. There you go, little limbo, dude. You know what's funny is, like, as we're doing this, uh, our girlfriends are in the other room. They're baking a penis-shaped cake for yeah. Barbara's surprise birthday party. Yeah. It's so going to be just, good. Tomorrow,
1: the 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 chocolate. Oh, you little
0: wow wow. <laughs> at least At least it faded out before the saw blade. Yeah, pieces. Yeah. Um. The uh, the shaved chocolate for pubes was a great. great I, attention to detail? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. They're really they artists in it. Um, I can tell you here right now that this is aggravating as hell because once you make the jump once, first time you get it, and then after that it's like while well, you just did it. So you're in luck. I made that jump the first time and then every other time after that it's like I couldn't figure out the timing anymore. So you, you know want what? to go back and jump over it when it comes back. Yeah, okay. You if up. you can. This is where I screwed up. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> well, now you might be wrong. It's, uh,
1: it's, uh, what do you think is the most aggravating game to watch someone else play that you've beaten? Because I think it's
0: Portal. Uh, any puzzle game, for mm-hmm. sure. And Portal 2 is definitely high on the list because you finished it and it took you a while to figure out the puzzles and then after you figure it out the go, go, go. They're really easy. Well, ah. oh, yeah, it's not good.
1: Sometimes, though, it's like, uh, it like, oh, you'll, you'll get frustrated watching them screw up. I got frustrated watching a friend of mine play it that was just doing way better than I did. Oh, really? <laughs> it made me feel really dumb. There's yeah. one part in there in, like, the Cave Johnson section where I was stuck forever. Like, I had something that I really thought should have worked. I was just missing the goal by, like, half a foot. Uh-huh. I was way off. I was doing something Immensely more complicated than necessary. Okay, uh, I'm gonna lean you. Look at you, smart guy. Well, smart's a big word. No, it's not. <laughs> I love that.
0: Okay, use your tiny body weight, Limbo Kid. This is it,
1: this is it, this is it, this is it. No, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not, no,
0: it's not. Miles, I love your expressive moans. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta get into it. It's like,
1: uh, I, right. I won't, um, I'm not one of those people that leans with a racing game. I am one of those people that will hold their breath with the character as long as they're underwater. Do you really do that? I don't do it intentionally, but I'll do it like... Uh, the game that made me, that has made me the most physically exhausted Your seesawing leaves a lot to be desired, by the way. I just <laughs> want to point that out. Um, is Amnesia the Dark Descent. Everybody says it's like the scariest game ever. I'm, I can't think of another one that has made me more uncomfortable.
0: Okay, 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 here we
1: go. Um...
0: I'm, Don't, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, I think you gotta go in the upswing. Okay. Here you go. Go, go, go. Okay, 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 okay. Everybody that's beaten this, that's watching this on the computer, is like, this guy fucking uh, that's sucks. What, that's why I'm, there. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Oh, look at you. Look at that. Look, you know exactly what to do. Yeah, it's like, there's a handle. Yeah. And what, what about amnesia? So
1: you go underwater in oh, yeah, yeah.
0: amnesia? Uh, no, okay.
1: well, there's a, a infamous water section, but, uh,. No, oh, um, and
0: invisible things after oh you. God, that, that was game is
1: horrifying. horrifying. Dude. But no, it was like a every time you get to a what is that? That won't kill me. Okay, every time you get to a loading screen in that game, it would be this. Ugh, oh, <sighs> like my shoulders would sag. I would finally let go. I'd be unintentionally holding my breath whenever the monster was around. It was just it, that game gets inside your head. And with a lot of horror games, it's really just the sound design, man. And they do like mm-hmm. like what I, like what we were talking about earlier, leaving stuff to the imagination. What they did,
0: all right. Hit that, hit, hit that down arrow button. That but, thing? Yeah.
1: Oh, look at that. Um, what they did, which they made it a, a game mechanic, is um, when you get scared in that game, uh, like you have a, you have a sanity
0: meter because I guess yeah, whenever you see something scary, your sanity goes down. You've never for, quite understood that. That's it. You gotta have buy-in on that. That a sanity meter is a thing. Yeah, and apparently when you go insane, that just means your vision gets really blurry for a while. Um, but uh. They asked some insane people and said, what's your biggest problem? the insane people said, blurry vision. <laughs> also, aliens talking to me all the time. <laughs> um, oh, I need the box.
1: Uh, it was blurry vision. i If
0: you're insane and listening to this video, I really apologize. That was very <laughs> insensitive. Also, watch out for that alien behind you.
1: Um, <laughs> they, uh, so your vision would get blurry. And then the other thing was, uh, if you got too freaked out, your character might scream, which is a problem when you can't fight in that game. And all you can do is, okay, I got to do a thing. All you can do is uh run and hide. If you scream you give away your position. Nope,
0: nope, nope, okay. Put, put that thing back up. Go up. You got you got a problem that the thing's up already. It can't be up. Uh, there you go, there you go, right there. Yeah? Right. Sort of. Move it up a little bit more further. Okay. There you right there. Right. Oh, we don't have a chance to do that. Alright, now do it. See what you're supposed to do yet? No 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 no. Hit that? So look where there's a handle on something. Oh 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 wait. Okay. I'm giving you hints here. I'm not gonna say how to do it. Do what do I do with you? Okay,
1: I'm gonna no. I'm gonna, everybody hates me right now. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody's facepalming right. me right now.
0: I'm sorry, Internet. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So oh, why I can't you me. pull it over? Because the chains. In right. Jail. So how do you make the chain longer? I uh oh. Uh, uh, look at, look you. at that. Uh, see, Jimmy. I'm like your spirit guide to all this stuff. <laughs> Are you my spirit animal? Yeah, so let's talk about a little bit about that, about the writing process, how it works in R V B now. So basically, I just asked that you hit certain milestones. At- <laughs> that, I did emphasize <laughs> that, too. I didn't intend to. But I asked you hit certain milestones, like I need the characters at X point um, at, at the end of the season. Uh, I think this character should do this. At some point in the season, this character should do that. But it really was like one or two things. Yeah. Right? And, and then after that, basically... You turn into the scripts, and I, I mainly just help maybe occasionally with punch-ups. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're doing the heavy lifting and the fine-tuning series. I mean, you, <laughs> Thanks, really, are, you really are head-writing uh, season 11 of RVB, and it's the first time in the history of the show that anybody uh, besides me has done that. We've had Gavin direct before. Right, and he did an awesome job, too. He, yeah. There's a bunch of shots I don't understand
1: what he did. I just realized I'm not trying right now. I was listening to you talk, and I was just having to swing. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: listening, just listening. Um, you got to go up. So, <laughs> that was, I was You're thinking. pretty much set up to do it, though. Uh, oh wait, there's a what do you? Oh right. You ready to move out? <laughs> <Get>
1: ready to move? <laughs>
0: Evac. guitar riffs, nice. Oh, thanks, man. Um, did you watch Red versus Blue before? You yeah.
1: You, you were. I uh, I the first episode I ever saw was I think I went too high. The first episode I ever saw was the Beaver Creek episode with Sergeant Caboose and kill the Reds, kill the Reds.
0: Man, I love finding out where people first watched the series. And or, I didn't... find out about Rooster Teeth.
1: I didn't really understand it. Like, I don't know how old I was, but I remember being like, okay, clearly these are some characters and some overarching story. But that, that episode in particular, you don't need to know a lot about the story. Like, the joke is, this is what it's like if you're in... Oh,
0: there's a thing. Oh, shit. Um, I have a feeling you might not make it. I have a feeling you... Okay, I'm just going to... Clean slate. Wow, (laughs) wow, that was horrifying. Um,
1: Like the the joke, the joke there is about Xbox Live and and multiplayer. So I didn't need to know much about Caboose or Sarge, or I had no idea who the hell Church was when Caboose talked about Church.
0: I don't know where to go from here. I go up.
1: Uh, I mean, I know the vague direction. Okay, I'm gonna do. Fuck (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh! Oh wow! That's awful. All
1: right, spirit animal.
0: What do you suggest? Well, you're trying to go up. Yeah. So you're trying to go higher. So how are you gonna get that one higher? I'm gonna you get land on me. No. In fact, you have to. Go... Oh.
1: oh! 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 Okay. okay. Now you
0: figuring it out. And take three. Ah. I will tell. Ta- I will tell you this to save you a little bit of time. It's okay. easier to push the first box under the second box. That makes. You might have to stagger him a little bit more than what you did. Uh, go, go 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 balls! Yeah, balls, you, balls, you yeah give yourself a little more time. Take both So this timing, man, if you're this far into the game with five lives. Hmm. <sighs> also, stack him a way that you can actually get on top of both of them. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, just get right under there. Oh, nope, no, that's good, that's good, right? That's that's, that's maybe... better. I don't know if it's good. Oh, it's not great. Ooh. Not great. Yeah. Um, it's it's better in the sense that you only lost one leg.
1: No, that's worse. It's because oh, it's not bled up.
0: out. You oh, I did up. it backwards. I'm trying to think
1: about, I'm trying to answer questions and save this kid's life.
0: Yeah, that's part of it. You're not supposed to concentrate on what I'm asking you. You're <laughs> just to play.
1: Okay, so I saw that episode. I didn't watch much more Red vs. Blue after that until I got to college. Met this dude named Corey. Super awesome guy. Really smart. Hi, Corey. Um, he had the whole box set and I was like there's a box no, no, no.
0: there's a box set here let me just for for you alright do it for me alright go ahead you talk and I'll play so uh Swap out. he gave me he
1: gave me the box set and I bought it I was like cool I'll, I'll give it a shot and then uh, I watched the first season and then immediately watched the second season and I watched the whole Blood Gulch Chronicles in like five days ignored all my homework it was terrible and great um and then I I thought it was over and I found out Reconstruction was coming out not long after that watched that and handing it back off to you. Thank you. Thank you, spirit
0: animal. What kind of spirit animal are you? I'm an eagle. An e- why an eagle? I did an interview, did an interview series today and I, we answered a bunch of questions where we asked dumb questions. And uh I, we got in that mode of answering questions as fast as we can. Uh huh. And uh somebody weirdly enough asked me that exact same question today. What what are what are you as a spirit? A, animal? I said, I'm an eagle. Oh, that's a thing. What you got? I think I sneak up on this dude. Oh yeah. So oh, get away the, from the okay. carrion, or whatever that is. He'll come back. Now. A and okay. you got to sneak. Sneak. Um, I'd be like a dog. This guy's the worst sneaker in the world. He's just, like, strolling. He's, He's got, got swag. swag. <laughs> Look at him. <clears throat> Yo. Ah. <Ray. sighs> oh. Get ready to jump. Well... You just jump and grab him. Okay. okay. Andrew goes up. Don't mind So we're getting me. pretty close to the end of the game here. I can't believe that. Okay. Um. You know, this is another part of the game where... They didn't really establish this dragonfly anywhere else. But, <laughs> man, yeah, what now, buddy? Oh, you're shaking me off. Okay. Uh-huh. Of all the things to do in this game, this would be one of the least likely things that I would do is grab a huge insect's leg <laughs> and let it drag me up. Oh, oh, my God. Take the leg for good measure. Later, dude. Come here. Later, dude. Sorry I took your leg <laughs> off. Thanks, bro. Um...
1: Uh, and yeah, these are
0: really puzzly puzzles. So great. We can, we can struggle through these, or we can leave these to the imagination of the viewer. Yeah, I think can. here at the end.
1: Okay.
0: So any final thoughts about writing and all that? Uh,
1: it's a lot of fun. Um, and I think, yeah, the, I think it, uh, to me it all comes down to character. Like that, it's all about the
0: yeah, character. Yeah, but here's a game we're playing. Here's Limbo, and I think. You know, maybe leave him with these final thoughts. Is like this is a game that's all about world building and no character. Yes, Th- there's really not much character for the main guy here, and I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where he doesn't have any relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just hero. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And this is a game that's all about just the world and yeah. you know exploring that world, uh, and it could be anybody. I mean, yeah. it could be you could be an abstract
1: character. You don't even have to be a dude. And it goes back to the Valve games too, like Gordon Freeman and Shell. They're just these mute people. It's it's really about. The world, mm-hmm. the world of aperture science, and all the other supporting characters in that game. Yeah,
0: and, they, and they, yeah. you know sometimes those characters have relationships with them. Yeah. Um, you'll see here. You gotta like move this tire across the bottom. Oh, this is great. By the way, oh. Nice. Yes. Yes. nice. No, no, push it, push no. it. No. Oh, It'll, it will stop oh. at some point. And then it goes back to reset for you. Oh, that. I love to even had the mechanic where it goes back. All right, let me get out of here. Um, so Miles'
1: thoughts on Limbo? Thoughts on Limbo, dude. Beautiful game, very atmospheric game, and
0: um, it does a lot with very little. And it's hard. Are you going <laughs> to finish the game after we finish this discussion? Are you kidding me? Yeah. We'll do it. Go back and do it. I'm going to see you try to get the five lives oh, that that Oh, God. You know, baby steps. Well, Miles, thank you for talking to us today. Bernie, thank you for talking with me this afternoon. All right. And uh, if you want Limbo, you guys can get it on, I think it's on Xbox Live, PSN, and even Steam, I think, as well, for PC. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Ruby does come out July 18th, and Reverse the Blue Season 11 is now running, and we'll run through the end of the summer so if you guys are enjoying either of those shows by the time you listen to this video you have mr miles luna to thank as Uh, part of that team uh, uh. yeah thanks for watching